Blog Talk Radio. show really wasn't 
organized like we have organized shows in the past. So I don't know why that show was so popular, but the very last show we did on Thursday night was called the New World Order Watch Society. When we talked a lot about the New World Order, and uh, like I said, I don't know what happened on that show. Why why it got the um, amount of uh, numbers in the archive that it's gotten, but I'm glad to see it, and I'm sure that I'll be uh, hearing from blog talk people over that one. Um, they kind of award you when you have shows that high. So anyway, and by the way, that was the show on the, just so some of y'all probably say, well, what show is it? It was the show on the 27th, and we talked a lot about a lot of different things. So check in, check that out. The New World Order Watch Society open forum. It was open forum that night with Brother Joseph Johnson, who is going to be joining us tonight. So again, you listen to Brother Seth. Those of you who are not familiar with um, Five Smooth Stones, I'm Brother Seth. And like I said, I've been away for a while, but we're back. And I'm going to take a, just a short break here and allow some more uh, people to come. I want to thank everybody that's in the chat room already. Those of y'all on the uh, phone lines, I want to thank you already. Anybody that shows up to this show early, I always am very appreciative. You don't have to do it. I know many of y'all have lives, you have families, and you have businesses and all types of things going on, and you don't have to be um, listening to a blog especially this time of night. So I just want to thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you all for stopping by. So like I said, we're going to just give it a little bit more time, give a lot of our members who normally stop by and check us out to stop by tonight. We'll give them a little bit of time, and then we'll join right in. Brother Joseph is in the house, and we're going to get going right away. We're just going to hit this thing running. So let's give uh, some of our friends a little bit more time. Uh, check out uh, Sounds of Blackness with uh, Zap. I bet you I never know that Roger and Zap did something with uh, Sounds of Blackness, did you? You didn't know that. So anyway, we'll be right back after this short uh, clip. Enjoy this.
All right, folks. Zap and Sounds of Blackness. I bet y'all never know Zap did something with Sounds of Blackness. Well, that was Zap and Sounds of Blackness. Uh, anyway, uh, thank y'all again for uh, those of you that uh, chose to stop by and um, check us out tonight, see what's going on. Uh, every Tuesday, we have tried to stay true to the subject of racism. And this Tuesday, now that we're back, we plan on doing the same thing. And I also want to apologize I know I've already apologized twice, but I just, again, want to apologize for those that have been looking for us and say, hey, where y'all at? And we just was out of the mix. So, uh, again, the losing of my father kind of took a lot out of me, to say the least, and out of the family, to say the least, and we just was kind of out of the mix. So we're back, though, and uh, Brother Joseph is back, and I want to go ahead and bring him on the phone line and get going with what he has to offer uh, many of you know Brother Joseph, he's been, um, been on my guest so many times. And uh, let's see if he's online. Brother Joseph, are you there? Brother Joseph, are you there? Hello? Maybe he got his phone line. I, I think I got myself turned up. Brother Joseph, are you there? Brother Joseph, you can hear me. Press uh, one and then press it again, because right now I can't hear you. I can't hear a word you're saying. So press one. Just keep pressing one, and the light blinking will tell me that you can hear me. Otherwise, I need you to call me back because I can't. I can't hear you right now. But anyway, folks. Uh, again, um, tonight is racism. There's a lot going on. You know, this subject is very dear to my heart. It has always been a troubling um, spot. Hold on, let's see if this is him. No? Uh, Let me just make sure that we're being heard. Just one second. Make sure we're being heard. Bear with me, everybody. Uh, Okay. We're being heard, all right. Uh, Brother Joseph, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but I can't hear you. I just checked uh, the system, and and everybody seemed to be able to hear me. But anyway, call me back. I can't hear a word you're saying if you're trying to communicate with me at all. All right. Anyway, like I said, folks, racism is, I believe, one of the strongest demons in the United States of America and on the planet. However, uh, when I say planet, I do mean planet, but I don't think it's as strong as it is in countries where you have a um, a difference of pigmentation, like you have whenever uh, Europeans are around. That's not a slap in the face to Europeans. I'm just saying that um, I believe that evil has nothing to do with people, by the way. Let me just go ahead and lay that foundation. Evil has... Um, very little to do. Well, let me just say it. Let me say it a different way. People are not the authors of evil. I think the Most High made it very clear that He made good and evil. I noticed some of y'all that rubbed you the wrong way, but He did. He boasts about it how that He made good and evil, taking the glory from Satan. But He put it before us and He said, Choose good. I'm going to say it again. The Most High is the author of both good and evil. Remember when he rebuked Job, who was complaining, 
and said that he made good and evil. So even Satan can't get glory for that. But he chose evil that we, he created evil that we might have a choice. I think Brother Joseph clicked in. Brother Joseph, are you there? But he chose, I mean, he made evil that we might have a choice. If the Mosai had not made evil, we would be robots. We would only have one, we would have no choice. And he could get no glory. How can you get glory when there is no not a choice? But when they put when he put before you good and evil, and especially with evil being good for a season or feeling good for a season, it's a serious temptation for man. And the Bible says that he put evil before us that we might choose. Excuse me, he put good and evil before us. And the Bible says he said, "I place before you good and evil. Choose good." Just like with Adam, he placed before him choices. A lot of people have trouble with that. They say, well, why would the Most High, loving Father, create evil? They don't understand the Father and his glory and how he shares his glory with no man and how it's all about, uh, uh, I'm not going to say it's all about, but it's definitely about him getting glory. He is the king of all glory. He is the most Powerful being there he is. I'm talking about the Father right now. Many know him by the various names, and I'm not going to get into the different names. I just keep it short by saying the Most High. And I am not talking about the Messiah. The Messiah spoke very highly, just like I'm speaking very highly of his Father. We're talking about our Heavenly Father, the Most High. Many call him, well, there I go. I said I want to get into it. But anyway, this being is the one that placed before us good and evil. So I will never, in doing a blog or doing any show, refer to people as being the authors of evil. Having said that, let's get into the forum. Tonight is a wide open forum. Tonight speaking about evil, the evil we call racism, the evil we call white supremacy, uh, the evil we call black inferiority. These are the lines that Satan have put before us, I mean, excuse me, that Satan constantly whispering in our ears uh, that one is superior, one is inferior, to get us warring with each other and to get us divided. And through that division, he conquers, okay? I'm going to say that again. He get us warring, and when he gets us warring, he divides us. And when he divides us, he conquers us. This is what the enemy does, okay? Again, the Most High, yes, he put before us good and evil, but he told us that many, he told us over and over and over in his word to choose the righteous path, choose good, choose good, follow righteousness, follow righteousness. The whole Bible, the whole, I mean, the entire Bible is uh Thousands of lessons on why we should choose good. But evil, being good for a season, have littered many men into going down this path. And the evil we're talking about tonight is the evil of racism. Racism. This notion, this concept, this ideology, this foolishness that one people is superior over another people. This also... Uh, this foolishness, this ideology, this lie, that there is a race based upon color. It's just as wicked. So we've got to get
get away from saying even white and black. No such thing as a white man. No such thing as a black man. No such thing. You can't prove it. You can't prove it. We see every day things right before our very eyes that blow that theory away. White people are not white. Black people are not black. You know, black people are brown, but they're not black. And white people appear in every single non-white nation on the planet. Show me where there's millions of non-white people, and I will show you people that by all genetic traits is a Caucasian or has white skin. Okay, so I use these terms, white, black, so you'll understand who and what I'm talking about, but we got to get away from referring to people based upon skin color because the Most High never divided people or see people based upon skin color. There were a such thing as a, there is a regional difference between people. And, again, those of you in the chat room, thank you for being here early. There's a lot more coming. Those of you on the phone line, thank you all for being here early. Appreciate that. It's always good to not have to repeat yourself um, because you all here early. But, anyway, um, I have been trying my best to level, to lay this down. I've laid it down so many different types of ways on Tuesday nights. Uh, when we've dealt with race, and tonight is no different. Brother Joseph, as soon as he come in, he's going to chime in, and we're going to get into some heavy, heavy uh, uh, topics where racism is concerned, especially where it has to do with President Obama. You know, and I know a lot of people was hating on him about now, but a lot of things that's behind the hatred is just flat-out racism. But before we go there, let me finish my point, because I want to make it very, very clear that I have no beef in terms of, um, I'm not going to say I don't have beef, I don't see any person as um, evil itself. Yes, people can behave in an evil manner, and we say they're evil, this person is evil. The evil actually was created by the Father, and it's a choice that mankind have to be good or evil, because evil people can make choices to be good, and you look up, they are just as good as anybody that walked this planet that did great things. So you get in trouble when you label people as evil. But I do believe that people can behave in an evil manner. And I think this philosophy of racism is destroying us in every way. Lots of blood, lots of blood, lots of pain, lots of tears, lots of setbacks have been experienced by humanity because of these lies of a race based upon color and one's color superior than another it's just straight up foolishness and as you know what it's an easy way out you know just to blame somebody and make them out to be the devil make them out to be the evil person yeah it's a very easy easy way out but the truth of the matter is it's a little bit more complicated than that even even evil space and brother joseph i'm coming to you in a second finally you got tuned back in okay but evil even Satan himself did not create evil. He chose, he chose, him and his followers chose evil. So as we talk tonight, you're going to hear a lot of, um, you hear a lot of people maybe come on the phone lines. They may say, black man, this, black man, that, white people, this, white people, that. Just know 
that for real, for real, we really don't acknowledge. I don't acknowledge. And uh, Five Smooth Stones, this whole, whatever you want to call it, ministry, this whole, there is nothing about what I do that acknowledges race based upon color. It is the biggest lie ever told to humanity. Nowhere is it biblical. So when we talk about white people, don't hear hatred because that's not what I'm about. Hear what they're doing. Hear what they are saying. Hear what they, how they are behaving and see the evil in this. But you can never say all white people are all black people. So having said that, let me bring the brother on the line. Brother Joseph, let's try it again. Are you there? Hey, brother. Well, I don't know what happened to you earlier. I tried to bring you in, but it's good to have you on now. So I um, just kind of laid the foundation, letting people know that, you know, truly our war is not with flesh and blood. But like Ephesians, the book of Ephesians say, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but it's against principality, spiritual weakness, and high place. Having said that, I know you got a lot on your plate for tonight. You, you, you hinted at it a little bit, and I'm I'm really just as anxious as other people are to hear what you have to say. Brother Joseph is going to do most of the talking tonight. I'm just in the mode to listen and tell you the truth. So I want you to go ahead and just jump right into what you got. Just say hello to people briefly. You can give about a one-minute intro of yourself, just some quick, and then get right into it. Peace, everybody. Uh, this brother, uh, Khufu Usia Magneto. Uh, JoJo for short. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's yeah, this you, new name you're yeah. kicking out there? What, what, hold on. What's this new name you're kicking out there? That was a new one on me. Where you get that from? Yeah, I... I went on. I went on. Chose that for myself since I went back to the land, right? You know, to the Giza Black uh, Plateau, and you know, on up to Upper Egypt and everything. So I, I'm just, I'm just really playing with myself, and it's, you know, it's really fun, you know, you know, to go over there and and to come back and just. What really is your name? What is your name? Mean a lot of people do that. They go on these different uh, pilgrimages and come back either. Mecca or Africa or Israel, and they come back, and somebody is giving them a name, or some priest is giving them a name, or some high order, or some something, some organization. So, what did your name mean briefly? Well, Kufu, Kufu is uh, uh, named after one of them um, pyramids, the big one, and uh, Usia is uh, Osiris, right? So many stories came out of that. That 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 uh that you know I missed from Egypt you know and uh right. oh you know the big peacemaker okay all right well that's just it just oh brother Joseph so so now we got you know you if I can talk now we know you got a new identity tag okay I'm glad yeah. you broke that down what that means. Well, anyway, brother, I know there's a lot on your mind. I know there's a lot you've been following the news, and then one thing I like about you when I first. When I first met you, I had a tendency, my first tendency was to reject what you were saying just by your delivery and the way you, you know, articulate sometimes, just being real. But when I began to really listen to you and, and look up, especially go and re look up some of the things you talk about, some of the names, places, and things, and events, 
I I cannot find a more accurate person. I mean, I'm being real, and I challenge people when his brothers say different stuff. It will sound crazy, some of the stuff he say. I always have to put this warning out there because <laughs> you go there. But this brother is one of those people that will say anything that he finds to be true. He puts it out there, and it's up to y'all to write down the names, places, and events and go check it out. And be informed and ask the most high, what do you do moving forward? But go ahead, Brother Joseph, and uh, just let us know. Um, uh, uh, hip us to what, what you've been getting in your spirit, what you've been seeing in the spirit, or just in reality, I mean, uh, or, in, or in the natural realm, I should say. What do you see? What's going on? What I know that what's going on with Obama? Let's start with that because I know a lot of people will probably tune in. Because I mentioned his name in the show's description, what is going on with the president? Yes, yes. mainly, well, mainly, you know, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna build and add on to what we're gonna listen to tonight. Now, you, uh, we're gonna listen to a main name, uh, Mr. Duff, uh, Gordon Duff, uh, very distinguished uh, 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 Caucasian man, and. Um, and if you look at his Wikipedia, you'll see, you know, he's very, very distinguished. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you a little bit about who he is. You know, he was a Vietnam veteran from the Marines. Let me let me, let me me open my, my screen up a little bit because my eyes ain't that good. And uh, uh, combat infantry, combat infantryman, uh, a senior editor, at the uh, Veterans Today website, and uh, his career has included extensive experience in international banking along with such diverse areas as consultant on uh, counterinsurgency, uh, surveillance technologies, intelligence analysis, defense uh, technologies, uh, acting as a UN diplomat and special consultant. Uh, you still want me to go on for yourself? Uh, uh, go ahead, you're doing well. You're doing well. Okay, he's a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Duff currently serves on the board of Adams Group, one of the world's largest energy technology firms, in of a private financial institution participating in the Federal Reserve Banking Group. His most recent project adapts advanced military technology to wildlife and land management in cooperation with the UN and US aid and International Wildlife Federation. Uh, Mr. Duff has traveled to over 80 nations his articles are published around the world and translated into a number of languages. Uh, Mr. Duff, military affairs analysis. No, uh, uh, Mr. Duff, military affairs, uh, affairs analyst uh, for press TV is regularly on TV and radio, a popular and sometimes Controversial guest, and he and um and what we're gonna hear tonight 
you ain't never heard it before. And um, I ain't going to try to play the mockingbird on what he said. I'm going to cue it up and let you hear it for yourself. So That's see, a good idea. That's yes. a good idea. Yes. Because, see, uh, 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 I mean, uh, he did a yeoman's job on this interview. And, uh, see, we always think we know what we think we know, but you don't know nothing. Because, see, we don't understand the uphill battle that Obama is facing in that White House. And, uh, and brother, if you know, uh, I took it for granted, didn't, didn't it? Yeah, you was hating on him for a while there. I was really hating on this, man. I said, man, them diners ain't going to do but put the sterling wheel in his back and drive right to hell. Did I? Yes, you did. I did. See, 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 that's my nature. See, I don't mind going back to the black bowl, uh, 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 wiping it clean with a wet sponge. Because, see, I know that's what life is all about, corrections. And... That's what Ron would allow us black folks. We don't want to go back to the black folk and make correction. We want to stay stubborn and ignorant with the foolish uh, shenanigans. You know? Yeah. Let me just say this before you get started again. Thanks to those in the chat room. I see you there. Uh, different guests, several guests there. And also, Israelites for the kingdom, appreciate you stopping by, and especially uh, Israelites. It's always good to see Jacob in the house. And also, those of you on the phone lines, uh, thank you all for stopping by. Appreciate it. You're going to enjoy this. Go ahead, Brother Joseph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me see what I was going to say here, because uh, I'm trying to do so much, and I'm not I'm not really, you know, uh, a perfectionist when it comes to more to tax. He was saying, brother, uh-huh. I'm just I'm just a little simple old man, you know, little old man, you know, trying to do his best out here, you know, because all this reality we got out here to deal with, you better be able to put this puzzle together the best way you can. And that's what I've well, been trying to do myself, you know, and, and, and you know, like to share it. You know, and also, brother, later on, if we have a little time, I got something else queued up. Uh, 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 what they call this thing here? Design is our uh, uh, most dangerous weapon. Uh, his uh, 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 self-appointed prophecies. Yes, yes, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to step on some heads on that one tonight too. Well, let's do it. Let's do it, man. I want to hear it. Okay, but but uh, we're gonna play Mr. Duff because it's very important that these Negroes, these African Americans, or uh, uh, whatever else we are, we need to get this lesson right here tonight. And uh, see, everybody looking for something out of this guy, looking for their DNA to uh, 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 activate uh, this, that, and the other. But first, you got to deal with reality. And you got to be responsible self in this reality. And and let me let me say this and then we're gonna get this cue uh, this cue going. But yes. knowing who you are, knowing who you are, Brother Joseph, knowing who you are, especially yes. 
if there's any truth to that to prophecies and, and, and then knowing who you are is gonna dictate what the times is going on. It's gonna dictate what's happening to White House. It's gonna dictate what's happening to the spiritual realm. It's gonna dictate we're not just out here fighting some white man like a lot of people think, fighting some new world order. This thing is so much deeper than the New World Order. These are prophecies that have to be fulfilled and covenants that have to be fulfilled, everlasting covenants. And there are certain people that are supposed to rule for a certain time. That this, this, uh, this person is disobedient, no fear of the Most High. Certain things are supposed to happen. I think you come at it a different way. You know, you try to prove your truth by looking at history and what's going on. You, you raise back the curtain and show all of the devils and what's going I'm mean, when I say devils I mean spirits that's possessing people. You show all you show you talk about it all the time. All of this stuff that's hard to comprehend that people do. You show that from a historical event you follow current events, you look at history, you do it that way and you prove that there is a new world order that way. I come in a completely different way. I show you it's going to happen before it even happens. I, I try to get into the scriptures and the prophecies and all that. So let's not knock each other way of proving the truth. Let's just make sure we know that these times are perilous and what we should be doing to salvage our family and ourselves. You see what I mean? If you can prove to us that Obama, for instance, like you're going to talk about, how that he's been demonized and racism is sent around him, that's great. If I can prove that, you know, some other things, that's great. You know, I don't think the man is an angel by any stretch of the imagination, okay? But we can definitely share light on the racism that's around him. That still don't mean that he possibly wasn't picked by the New World Order. That still don't mean that he is going to be used by Satan to some degree. That still don't mean that he won't, he'll be, won't be used by the Most High to some degree. So let's just share... You shed your light on what's going on, and I try to come behind you uh, in the future. In the I mean, in the future, and talk about from a prophetic standpoint who we are as a people, and a lot of things that must happen uh, prophetically. You understand what I'm trying to say? We both are news reporters, you know, so to speak. You may be like CNN, I may be ABC. We come at the same event. All right, the key is is to get the event out to the people. So I'm anxious to hear this Glenn, um, excuse me, Gordon Duff and what he's got to say. Yes, yes. Because, you know, I'm going to cure it up right after I say this. You know, Brother Duff, there's so much deception out there, so much. And you got to be right in this day and time. You got to be a perfectionist. So I'm going to go ahead and cue this on up. For the family and foes, okay? All right, do it. Peace. By accident, this is when you pick on uh, when you when you pick on Obama. Just remember this: the chairman of our Joint Chiefs of Staff is. Hey, look! Is that is that? Do that sound okay? That was perfect. Okay, okay. Ten General Meyer. The uh, guy that helped uh, arrange 9/11. It's General Dempsey, the guy that uh, bitch slapped uh, Netanyahu with his office. Yeah, uh, that and that that was that came from President Obama. Now, if you want to find somebody that's managed to stand up a little bit for America, the closest thing we've had in 20 years to anyone standing up for this country 
heaven forbid, is Barack Obama, and yet, now this is a this is an unusual way of looking at things for, to some extent, but you, you realize that when the things that are being reported about Obama and repeated by those among us are all is all information that came from the controlled mainstream press. None of it has ever been verified. It has crept over to our side, never been questioned, never been vetted. No one has an idea about tax policies. No one ever looks at the uh, restrictions on derivatives that have been put in. What do you think about that? Oh, that's good. Let him play. Let him play. I love how he's talking about derivatives. He's getting to it. Let him play. Let him go. Okay, okay. No one has, has taken a look at the fact that, of course, our deficits that we have right now, 90% of it is supporting a military-industrial complex that Congress is, is, of course, bribed to keep going, fighting wars that were inherited, and paying interest on Reagan-Bush-Bush debt. Gordon, though, is that he seems to relish, he ramped up the war uh, in Afghanistan. He, 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 I've heard his dialogue, I've listened to Biden the other night say, we'll, fight a, we'll find the terrorists to the end of the earth. I mean, in many ways, uh, Obama it seems like Bush with blackface on. And, and uh, also in Ohio there, the his first order of business was to take John Demanchuk, uh, the falsely accused Ivan the Terrible, and uh, send him over to Germany. Okay, Ed. Ed I'll, I'll let you go with that, but good discussion. Ed, well, thank you so much for calling. Really appreciate it. we got a break coming up here shortly. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so that's uh, we're going into a commercial. I'm going to cue it on back up to the uh, to the program. So uh, anything you want to add on that I cue it on? No, I just, I just want to remind everybody that you are listening to Gordon Duck. You can check him out on the Internet. Brother Joseph talked a little bit about him, but... Uh, uh, y'all check this guy out. He's got a lot of information. So I'm coming to you a little different. Y'all gonna hear some stuff you don't normally hear about Obama. So I'm, I'm giving you a heads up and go ahead, Brother Joseph, and do your thing. But we are listening to Gordon Duff. And what we're gonna do is play a little bit, talk a little bit, play a little bit, talk a little bit, play a little bit, and talk a little bit. This one we can get on some of the greatest voices out there on our planet and uh, those people out there that are movers and shakers in terms of exposing the enemy. We got to know the enemy. We got to know the enemy. Okay? Right. We got to Ready? know the enemy. Ready? Go right ahead. Broadcasting Network Studio B. And um, we're ready for our, our next uh, call here. Uh, let's go ahead and walk to Kevin from Texas. Kevin, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mr. Depp. How are you doing? How are you all doing? Good morning. Well, I'm calling ahead, covered pretty much a lot of the points that I called about because, um, Mr. Duck, when you're saying the things you're saying about the American people, um, I've been living here for 60, 63 years, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I, you, you, you'd have to be sitting in my house here. Um, I've got, uh, I live in a, a private community with nine people, and they're everyone where I live, being one of the one percenters, we're all millionaires where I live. And uh, my typical neighbor has a political education of a two-year-old. Well, that's a good point, and that's part of what I'm saying. Um, it's clear to me, and another gentleman uh, in, in you guys' vein, a journalist and 
put political uh, interest individual. Paul Craig Roberts has written about this a few times. There is an international um, uh, effort to demonize not only the government of this country, but the people as well. And it's also quite clear that for at least since shortly after the Federal Reserve and specifically after World War II, we have been constantly deceived, not just through uh, my dad used to say, oh, all, all politicians are liars. It's not just that they're all liars. I mean, they literally misrepresent, just like the neocon uh, uh, facet. Fa- 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 you know, they, they, they say this thing in public and, and, and they're taught to do this, but it's okay to do exactly the opposite in, 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 in your life. If you go back to the 1930s and uh, uh, you watch the Frank Capra film, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, mm-hmm. you can, you know, it pretty clearly shows most of this has gone on. What happened after World War II is systematically the Rockefeller and Ford Foundations mythologized the entire history of the United States. Um, Not just that. They also, took over, they, they also infiltrated through the government. Uh, CIA, uh, OSS, I guess at that time, or just or just 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 prior, all all the news the news outlets too have that, that those effects you're talking about. They took generations to get to where we are today, and prior to that, I I, I can't speak. I'm, I'm 51 myself, and I was born and raised well, here. The, here in the, Texas. the primary takeover of the U.S. media was done through Rupert Murdoch, and it was done in the 1980s while you were a young man. It uh, was done by Newt Gingrich, is the person most responsible for the uh, takeover of, of news within the U.S. But to an extent, of course, when you look at the uh, the two issues, the two Kennedy assassinations, obvious uh, CIA FBI murders, uh, how they easily they were covered up, how no question was asked. Well, see, it was during the president when Walter Cronkite was around. See, that's the thing. It wasn't easily covered up. It was quite clearly. Maybe I'm saying this in hindsight because I've only been awake to most of this stuff for five years as clearly as I am today. All these new things were wrong, but there, there were never any faces to put, put to my vape. They, they did this. You know, now I have faces and names and or, 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 or organizations. But it was quite clearly not just covered up. It was squashed. It was squashed. Are you, are you aware that the Congress of the United States rejected the Warren Report in 1975? Uh, not, not, no, I can't say them. No, they, they held hearings on the Kennedy assassination in 1975 and decided that persons or persons unknown were responsible for the, uh, the killing of John Kennedy, but among them it wasn't Lee Oswald. That's the only investigation that's been held, and Oswald was found to be not complicit in the killing of Kennedy. Well, so congressional investigation. I guess I was aware of that, but not in the way that... that, that oh, no, that really, nobody should be. If you were alive in 1975, and not many of us were, but uh, if you were alive then, it was on the news every single day. It was on the front pages of every paper. And then the, one day later, it was never mentioned again, yes. as though that part of history had just revisioned off the earth. Revision of history right in front of our eyes, exactly, and that's my point. And just like Ed spoke, spoke, spoke about it, it doesn't matter whether you're calling in a tip or here in Texas we have a thing called the castle law. Someone breaks into your home, uh, 
they recognize the right of the individual to protect, to protect themselves and their property. Well, uh, you shoot somebody in your house today, yeah, they, they may decide down the line that that was done in self-defense, but you're going to jail that night, and you may be charged with some other crime, even though they say you got off from, 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 from that thing. And when you go to court, and we can look at all of the tax things, we can talk tax policies all that we want. The tax system in this country is not lawful. It, it is a criminal in, in enterprise connected directly to the federal Bear with me one second. And all the tax pro protesters, Irwin Schiff being a, a good example, uh, the Browns up in the Northeast being another, um, these people constantly, constantly, constantly squashed like, like bugs. Well, let's take right. me for instance. Well, who officially is the most pro-gun president or the most pro-gun president in American history? I would say Reagan. Barack Obama. How do you figure that with, with Fast and Furious? Did you catch that? Yeah, let that play. Go ahead. Let it play. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure if you listen. Okay, I'm getting right back to it. Yeah, I'm sure everybody else is wanting to hear that right there. Barack Obama has passed more pro-gun legislation. Barack Obama is listed by the Brady Foundation as the uh, as their biggest enemy. He has been the biggest supporter of uh, unrestricted sale of weapons in the U.S. of any president in history. The biggest anti-gun uh, candidate we have ever had in American history is Rodney. I don't. You go to go to the Brady go to the Brady Foundation and look at Barack Obama's rating as a gun control president. This is he's rated with F's in every category. This is part of the point. Since 20, 30 years after 1871, people have been systematically tricked and deceived and manipulating into not even knowing what kind of country we live in. They don't even know that a new it country happened, was created in 1871. That. I, I understand this. I do understand this. But 1871 is a, 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 a very specific focal point when the government specifically changed its operations. Well, my whole point is that there's an international effort to demonize the Ameri not just the American government, the American people, and uh, Mr. Duff, in my opinion, is helping to, uh, to, 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 to expand that when that's so well, clearly not the case. We've been deceived. I would take 40-plus percent of the American people, and I would put them in re-education camps, I would have them uh, walled off behind barbed wire with machine guns on them. I would have them planting turnips. Turnip. Listen to what I'm you're saying. saying. Yes, I'd have them locked up because they're, they're a danger to themselves and others, because they're fanatics, because they, uh, hey, we have people that share torture. We have people that advocate uh, use of nuclear weapons on innocent people. And we have millions and millions of those people in the U.S., they didn't. They turn when we, when you listen to Fox News. That's voluntary. When you listen to Hannity. When you listen to Bill O'Reilly. These you have to be clinically insane to listen to these people. And if you're clinically insane, you should be locked up. Very clinically insane or deceived. From the television. I'm going to object. This is my, my form, my format. 
informed decisions, you have to be informed. Yes, I think the call is making is that we have been misinformed systematically for a very long time. Wait, First of all, you can't make informed decisions. You can't and, make informed decisions. You, you've got a television. It's got a knob on it. If you turn to Fox News, if you, if you sit in your car and you listen to uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh or you watch these total morons or you go to these churches run by these crazy big-haired uh, preachers, with their short sleeve shirts and their 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 braying heresies, uh, were Jesus to to have lived and listened to every one of these people with the education system, the education the education system misrepresented. Oh yes, the education system. Very much. I'll go ahead and stop off. I appreciate it. I got to keep the show moving here. Right, let's go ahead and welcome Dan from Texas. Dan, go ahead and welcome the show. And welcome to this is a party book today. Welcome to it. <laughs> Good morning, Mike. Good morning. But always Good morning. surprises me is where Kevin says a lot of Americans have a political education at a second grade level. There were many in the Ron Paul campaign who would say they have an education, brother, to master's or PhD level. Yet they haven't figured out that Ron Paul did not let them down. Ron Paul defrauded them. Yes, you're exactly right. I mean, his whole, you know, this business about Ron Paul. Well, he says it already coming on the television eight years ago. Brother Joseph, you can hear me. It's interesting. You're, you're, you're totally right. Ron Paul was was put up because the Tea Party had, had run out of gas and they needed something to uh, a monkey see candidate, monkey, and that was Ron Paul. He sat around for a while. He ate up the energy. He ate up money. He ate up time. Then he walked away, and they put up a maniac. And then when he had the opportunity to do something about it, as his followers attempted to by going to court, filing lawsuits, and coward. So forth, Ron Paul refused to do any of it. Yep. And then since the uh, Republican convention, he's had numerous opportunities on national media to set the record straight, and he refuses to do it. And uh, so I the, the idea here was the buy-off that his son, who is a, a right-wing neo-fascist, uh, it's Paul's hope that his son, who would destroy this country, will take over at some point. Now, family loyalty is fine, but, uh, you know, this is a country full of people that will drown kittens. Uh, Paul at least needed to raise his children better. Okay, Mike hey. Gordon, I uh, thank you. I apologize for being on the treadmill and huffy puffy, but hey, I've got some only opportunity to get here. Let's have somebody doing it, Dan. Glad somebody is. Thanks for the call, Dan. Have a great day. Well, let's go ahead and welcome Paul from New Jersey. Paul, welcome to the show. Good morning. Brother Joseph. Gordon. Brother uh, Joseph. Whenever I uh, think about the, Jew, uh, the Jewish role in uh, the anti-war movement, um, it's, it's good to, like, get in a time machine and go back to the 60s and take a look at the Weather Underground. Um, if you read the list of members of the Weather Underground, it looks it sounds like a synagogue's 
congregants list is vastly overrepresented uh, by terrorist Jews who are planning to blow up a mostly Gentile um, party down at Fort Dix when they, uh, you know, blew themselves up in New York City because uh, they built a bomb incorrectly. And uh, we should keep that in mind, uh, the role. That was another one of those uh, acts of uh, Jewish collective terrorism. And notice how eager they are to blame Muslims for terrorism today, but they conveniently forget the far-left terrorists of the Weather Underground. Well, we believe that one of our lighter curiosities is former Ergun. That 99 out of 100 are what we perceive as Muslim terrorist incidents are really Israeli Mossad terrorists. And so the Mossad being false flags, left, right, and center, it's what they do. And they've been doing this widespread in order to foment uh, anger uh, from the Western uh, world against the Islamic world. And this has all been uh, you know, Israeli-inspired. But, uh, but you can see today the, uh, just in, in the, uh, who they demonize uh, when it comes to terrorism, that... Uh, it's it's not the communists anymore, and the, you know, and I mean, and, 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 I mean, the Watt in the '60s they uh, were trying to fight communism, uh, but uh, the far left uh, red diaper doper babies they were defending communism. They were actually uh, communist uh, terrorists within our country back in the '60s. And, uh, but one other quick uh, note, I wanted to take umbrage with Gordon, and that is that our you know concerning uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, and remember, uh, Mike, you had that fellow from that um, uh, veterans, uh, remember, from Boston, he ran a shelter. And remember yeah. the story yeah. about it's, 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 it's Yeah, and remember that Mitt Romney was buying milk for that shelter for two years uh, unannounced and didn't uh, publicize at all. So I do believe Mitt Romney, there's an essence of decency in him. And the very fact that uh, I've heard that Mormons, uh, considered the Constitution as divine, right? And uh, I, 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 that's, that's not true, but you can say that. I've heard that. Uh, I'll have to be the Mormons right, actually that, yeah. believe they're all going to live on a planet off the sun, Kolob, which is going to be filled with translucent versions that... Brother Joseph, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but these people are all getting off subject, so I'm going to kind of have to put a I'll, uh, I'll put you on hold there for a second. So if you can get back to the um, racist uh, topic, uh, we're talking about Obama and some others, we'll we'll bring you back in. So right now, just hold on for a second. But I just want to ask everybody, what do y'all think of what you heard so far? Uh, you listen to Dr. Gordon Duff. Gordon Duff, and he's just talking a little bit about this, that, and the other. I like how he talked about it in the end there, the... Uh, the Jewish connection, uh, the people they call Jews, uh, that is behind a lot of what's going on in our country, as well as slavery and a whole lot of decadent things going on in the United States. The Jewish people are behind the so-called Jewish people. Uh, of course, this show don't believe they're Jews at all, uh, only by religion, not by bloodline. So, Brother Joseph, I'll bring you on in a second. I want you to get the next queue up or... or, or when that cue gets relevant, you can bring it on in a second. So you give you a minute to get past what they're talking about right there. I know you got some other stuff, so just hold on, and I'll bring you right back on. But they were getting a little bit off topic there. But anyway, folks, 
tonight again we're dealing with racism. And I know it's a shock for y'all to hear that uh, Obama, President Obama, President Obama is pro-guns. I mean, I don't know about that one, but I do have heard that. That was a newbie on Me Too as well, so we got some research to do, right? We can't just listen to just one side. we got to listen to various angles. Now, y'all heard him talk about the Brady Foundation, and, uh, you know, that's, that's the foundation that's for pro-guns and uh, 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 the right to uh, bear arms. They are up, out front, probably the leading organization on that, and they said, uh, uh, hold on one second. Let me see if I can get Brother Joseph back in here. Just one second. Adam, yeah, yes, he okay. Okay. Yeah, he's letting that play a little too long. But anyway, folks, anyway, the phone lines, uh, I see there's quite a few people on the phone lines as well as in the chat room. Listen, if you have any questions or comments, press 1 on your phone. And we'll go ahead and get to you. Uh, just give us a minute. Uh, you may have to wait a minute, maybe not. Just press one, and we'll see. If you're in the chat room, you have any questions or comment? Everybody's looking pretty. Uh, uh, I don't see two. I don't see any other. Y'all are just kind of just chilling out there, listening. Well, that's great. If you have any questions or comments, just type your question. You have to be registered, though. You can't be signing as a guest and comment. Just know that you have to. Register in uh, with a name, and then you can ask. You can type in uh, um, a question. But I want to just say real briefly why Brother Joseph. Hopefully, he heard me say to requeue that and get something else up. But what I want to say was uh, that I just don't understand why the media is is, is really uh, even after the debates how they come after President the president and just restructure everything the man has said. It's amazing how they try to get you to think something and see something that you just didn't see or just didn't hear. It's amazing how they do that. And I just I think the most I gives us the opportunity to see racism right in your face every once in a blue moon. And I think when the president uh, Barack Obama is on the scene this one time. I think with the O.J. case, which I do believe O.J. killed his wife. I'm sorry, I do believe that. But uh, it that was another test for America to see just how divided we were. Uh, I mean, you know, in, in terms of relations, we saw some then. We saw with the Rodney King. We see every once in a while something that happened in history big enough to show all of us that this demon, this giant, this philosophy, this ideology of racism is still and Brother Joseph, I see you. And what I was saying, Brother Joseph, earlier, if you didn't already hear me, was that I want you to recue something else up, recue a little bit more of that up. They got off a little bit and we want to get back to the nitty gritty. Uh but they had got just off a little bit. So I I was gonna let you finish doing your thing. But I just want to just just, just pause them for a second and kinda Time on some of the things that were said, as well as some other things on my mind. Then we're going to go right back to your presentation. I don't think I'm cutting you off completely. I just thought they got off just a little bit. But uh, it just amazes me how that in history, in the United States, uh, things are happening. And the most I have the way of even doing it in your own personal life, something happened on your job or in your home or in your school or in your church that. 
he'll cause something to happen to let everybody see how divided we are. We think that this this demon called racism, this philosophy, this ideology, these lies, we feel like it's gone. That we are all, that the, that the playing field is now a level, and you know, racism is not what it used to be. And now, because we're married, you know, across we're reaching across the aisle and grabbing different people of different ethnic groups that it's no longer around. But I see people every single day practicing this 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 oppression every single day. I see young black people being disenfranchised every single day. I see it. I make it my business to see it. I see racism on jobs every single day, especially on where where I've worked over the years. I'm talking about so-called good white people practicing racism. I'm talking about good, well, church-going black folks, yes, practicing racism. I'm not talking about uh, black people against white people, per se. Yeah, that goes on, too. I'm talking about black folks against black people. This, this That's why I call it white supremacy slash black inferiority. It's the same concept. It's the same coin. On one side, you got whites feeling it's superior. On the flip side, you got blacks buying and accepting the lie. That coin is what I call racism. Brother Joseph, I'm coming back to you in just a couple of minutes. I want you to have the next thing queued up. You can just let it fly as soon as I bring you on. I just had to stop you at that particular juncture because it was a little bit off. But I'm going to open you up and open the line up in about another minute, and I'll, if you can have that ready for the next queue. So anyway, I uh, was enjoying what they was talking about when they was talking about the president. Uh, so anyway, let's just go on back and see what else Brother Joseph have for us. And I just I just wanted to just chime in a little bit on what I've been seeing uh, over these debates the last few days. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, but I want him to finish his presentation. Brother Joseph, you there? Yes. Hey, uh, brother, where did you cut it off at? About, 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 I can tell you exactly where I cut it off at. He had talked about the Jews, and then after his point about Zionists taking over, after that, we, I just kind of, because, you know, was trying to stay on racism. He got a little bit off. But go ahead and just say whatever you got. Hold up, hold up. First of all, Mr. Gordon Duff is Jewish. How about that? He's Jewish. Yeah, that is, that's crazy. Yes. So so I think you've been a little too politically correct here tonight. See, that's why we at the mindset that we at, because, you know, the truth is a little too X-rated, you know. No, 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 no. I let that all play. I let it all play about the Jewish thing, okay? He went on to something else and that's when we cut him off. But go ahead and play with the what you got the rest of it. Yeah. We're all yes, we're yes, all yes. ears. I just wanted to chime in. I didn't want it to play so long. That's another thing. After about ten minutes, let's stop it and talk about it. I don't want their interview to be our show, which is even though it's a good interview and I'm enjoying it personally, but I don't want their interview to be our show. I want us to comment and the listeners on the line and chat room to comment on what True. they're hearing. So so it's about 10 minutes, stop it, because I was trying to get your attention, but it's okay, it was going, it was pretty loud, and you couldn't hear me. But in about 10 minutes, stop it, let's talk about it, okay? Go right ahead, though. Okay, but look, but look, uh, put a signal in the chat so I can see. 
Oh, okay. Okay, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I'll let you know. This is not a little half-built. Because, see, dude, uh, Mr. Duff getting ready to get in his pants. Getting ready to get in his pants real good because he won. He one of them right wingers, you know. That got that that got that mushy brain, you know. That uh that uh uh what you call it uh uh a uh, grievous sore on his brain. And Mister Duff getting ready to take care of him real tough. So I don't know how much we. I don't know how much. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We'll let it play. I just I, like I say, I don't want it to play no more than about ten minutes because I I want us to dialogue about what we're hearing. Okay, the okay. whole thing is. Okay, so just go ahead and do your thing. It's at the end. It's almost at the end, so let's go ahead and, and, and her Mr. Duff really crush this thing here. Oh, hold up. I got the cure. It, it, it was going to a commercial. So let's feel. Let's feel until I get it. And I just want to tell everybody, any any of y'all that have questions or comments, uh, it, 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 I'm not ignoring your questions, but if you have questions in the middle of the video, audio, just wait till we come to the break and then raise your hands and we'll get to them that way. Okay, all right, please. So we can all be on the, uh, we can all uh, ask questions and dialogue at the same time. Go ahead, brother Joseph. Hi. Good morning. Welcome back. This is Mike Harris on the Public Broadcasting Network Studio B. And I want to give our caller call uh, about 15 to 30 seconds to make a closing comment. Uh, Paul, do you have anything uh, you want to leave us with? Hello, Paul. Okay, let's put we've lost Paul. Um, is we all need to hide in our basement so evil Negroes don't mug us. <laughs> okay? Black people are going to get all our women and folk here, guys. That's what Paul was talking about. Well, you know what? A lot of that happens. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of black-on-white crime that is grossly underreported. And I think Paul has a point on that, and so I'm not going to argue with him on it. Well, you know, but, uh, you know, it was white white people stole during the Bush administration about five trillion dollars. Not a single one of them. That's a that's an understatement, you know. Not a one of the guilty are in jail. Uh, they started wars that killed two million people. Not a one of them are in jail. Aborted, two million murders. Aborted. Not a single person uh, is responsible in uh, jail. Uh, I, 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 I,
but I think when it comes to if he wins the election, I would prefer him slightly over Obama. Although I'm not certain. They said, about they said what, did, what do you what do you know about being capital? What do you? I know admit about? I'm not enough. I am guilty. All right. Just, no, we 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 put now. I can't. Everyone allow him to read and allow him to be informed. I we have 40 minutes that where we make a case that would lead to the immediate arrest of uh, Mitt Romney, and he would spend the rest of his life in prison. Well, that you may have that uh, case proven. I'll have to look into it more. I'm guilty of that, however. VeteransToday.com, watch the 40-minute video. <laughs> but, but just let me say one thing, though. I can join the Mormons. I can't join the Jews. You see that? Very good. You see that? Okay. I can join the Mormons. And there are people, technically, they're white Gentiles, so that's why I like them. That's all I'm trying, I want to say. Thank and, and, of course, okay. I know that it would be an organized crime group, and I know many, many victims of Mormon organized crime. Okay. Um, we've got one more call. John completed. John, you've got a very short time. By the way, Mike, aren't you a victim of Mormon organized crime? Yes, I am. Yeah, John. Did they take Did they take his uh, his home extrajudicial? Well, yes, they did. We have a call, Robert. Let's let the caller make a statement. We're running out of time. Yeah, Mormons. Can you hear me? Yes. So the Mormons went to because why of them will join blindly, and your uh, brain is mush. But anybody that uh, finds Gordon Moore unpalatable. I might want to check out a uh, website called the American Hallucination, and I believe it. Uh, you can also find it through APFN, if I remember as well. But uh, the thing that Gordon was saying is very true about how people are, and there's uh, uh, psychologists have done uh, non-mainstream tests that are, have been uh, published in these uh obscure journals and so forth and places that talk about the exact same things in which Gordon is talking about. And uh, the call that just got off, uh, I believe it was last year, 173% uh, profit in the company in which uh, Romney owns, which means... How about that, Russ, Bill? That was, that was good. I... I, uh, I Kind of, I, I like the previous dialogue a little better, uh, but I thought that was very interesting how he brought out. Um, I like, I like the one guy. He's just really on Romney, and I don't think I've heard some some of the facts they brought out. But listen, let's just let me take a quick little break, and I want you to go ahead and get that second cue ready, and uh, we'll be back in about two minutes. Okay. All right. Peace. All right. Just one second. Folks, I hope you all enjoying what you're listening to. Again, this is an interview with Gordon Duff, uh, my first time really hearing him this long. And uh, I thank Brother Joseph for introducing him. It's a little bit, they kind of all over the place, but it's a lot of little nuggets in there. So we're going to take a quick little two-minute break. We'll be right back. I know you're asking today, how long will it take? Somebody's asking, how long will prejudice blind the visions of men? I come to say to you this afternoon, however difficult the moment, yes, sir. however frustrating the hour, it will not be long no, because truth crushed earth will rise again. Yes, sir. How long, not long, 
Because no lie can live forever. Yes, sir. How long? Not long. How long? Because you shall reap what you sow. Yes, sir. How long? Not long. How long? Through forever on the scaffold, long forever on the throne. Yes, sir. Yes, that scaffold sways the future. Behind the dim unknown standeth God within the shadow, keeping watch above his own. How long? Not long. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. How long? Not long. Because mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He's trampling out the village where the grapes of wrath are stored. He's loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible twist. Yes, His truth is marching on. Yes, he has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat. Yes, he is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Yes, oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. Okay, folks, we're back. Just had to take a little short break there. You listen to again. Uh, that was that actually was a clip from Marley King Jr. Don already know. And then before that, we listened to Gordon Duff. Brother Joseph has a presentation. He's presenting to us with an interview with Gordon Duff. And so uh, that's what you're listening to. We're going to get back to it. Hopefully, y'all enjoying. Remember, if you have any questions, uh, just uh, hold off, and we'll get to your questions. Um, and just keep you, you press one on your phones and just let it stay like that. I'll get to you, okay? We want to get this, this, all of this. His, let Brother Joseph get his, uh, his pre- presentation completed, okay? So y'all just, uh, just kind of bear with us and we'll uh, get to the questions, all right? Brother Joseph, go right here with any, uh, with, with what you got there. Okay. Uh, hey, Brother, would you like to hear this piece? About when Alex Jones got his butt kicked in the parking lot. You ever heard that piece? No, I'm not interested in no butt kicking, man. Let's okay. stick with the facts. Let's stick with what's going on. And uh, even though I know it would be personally me, I probably would like that. But I'm trying to think of the business of serious people that's coming and hear about racism and what's going on, and they really want to know what's happening other than somebody getting whooped in the parking lot. So just stick with the interview. It's a real good interview. I didn't know the things that you was talking about about Romney. I just, I didn't, that's pretty deep. Although they kind of all over the place, they still is hitting some good points. So go ahead and cue it up, and let's finish listen to that if you don't mind. But, yeah, I'll check it out sometime later when it's just me and you. Uh, finish chewing what up? No, I was just saying finish chewing up what you had. Okay, so, okay. Go ahead. And, uh, that's then, I they, then I was just saying later, we'll listen to that other later. Right. Okay, see, see, that's what Mr. Duff was talking about, people like Alex Jones and and, and all these other uh, uh, right-wingers, uh, screamers, you know. Uh, uh, you know, they all for bombing and killing innocent people and don't know the facts yeah. about nothing. He was, he was doing a good job. I, 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 
I like his slant. It's a little different than most people. Most people don't quite come the way. I like his presentation. I want to hear more of it. You got more of it? A who? Now, some of y'all probably saying, why y'all so 
against Romney. You know, what, what's up with that? This is election time. What are y'all trying to just push Obama? Well, what we're trying to do is push truth, number one. I do think Obama is the lesser of the evils, and a lot of people don't know who Mitt Romney is. He kind of come out of nowhere. But this brother, this Gordon Duff, is uh, it's like he, he is what uh, Rush Limbaugh is to Obama. That's what he is to Mitt Romney. So that gives you a little update on Gordon Duff. Again, go to YouTube and just type his name. He has his own list of videos, his own uh, account. Go ahead, Bruce. Uh Oh, no. Mitt Romney is a criminal. Back. Did you hear Mr. Gup? Uh, Duff, all you got to do, go to the uh, White House report. That man, look, that man aligned his pockets with trillions. Tens of trillions of dollars, man. With, well, with, let me with, say this. I don't know about tens of trillions of dollars, but I want to just make a real quick. Uh, you mentioned the White Hat Report. Now, this is somebody, this is another organization Brother Joseph actually introduced to us about, I guess it's been about a month ago, but the White Hat Report, these guys is good. This is another organization that go deep. You know, some of these people out here I don't endorse because I think some of these people are part of fear mongering. They just they just make up stuff to scare you. But that white hat white hat report, those guys they're good they're, they're diggers. If you hear somebody on this show like this guy Gordon Duff, and you and, and not that everything brother Joseph say I agree with him because y'all know we don't agree on everything. But I have to get in points with the white hat report. Those guys are good. This Gordon Duff is good. Where Mitt Romney is concerned, I can't endorse Gordon Duff on other stuff because I, I don't. I hadn't done that much research, but I know what what he has to say about Mitt Romney is good. Okay, so go ahead, brother Joseph. I just wanted to just quickly just give a uh, shout out to the White Hats report. You know how good they have been. Hey, Brussel, do you do you realize what is about to happen? Either. Before this year election or shortly after this year election, do you realize what is about to happen? We we we're in a dangerous situation right here in the Bible. Now you got everybody and their mama over here, man. I told you about Flixie Bound South of Laredo, Texas, and and uh, uh the Germans. You got all these foreign nationals over here, and and just the fifteenth of this month. The uh, Canadian snipers, uh, a, 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 a whole brigade of, of, not a brigade, but a whole big team of Canadian snipers came across the border. And uh, they were passing yeah, out. Yeah, I, I heard something about that. Yes. And What's they were that? passing out. Yeah, yeah. They were passing out t shirts saying that uh, we're going we're gonna to throw the wounded along with the dead and we're going to trample. And the Russians I don't know said, if that was some major group, though, Brother Joseph. Let me let's do. I, I heard about that, but I don't know if that's some major group or it's just a few people trying to be rebels. So I can't get a, get credence to that. But listen, go ahead and queue up with you the last thing you have, if you don't mind. Okay. Because cool. I don't know much about the. I want to put it out okay. there as a few okay. few knuckleheads try to scare. You know, I'm talking about real. Earth change and stuff that's going on in our world that we need to know about. That's what I'm trying to get out to yeah. the people. That's serious. Do you know how much danger uh, uh, Barack Obama in, man? Do you know how much danger that man is? See, he got he got uh, 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 Morton Dempsey on his side, 
he got uh, 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 Gordon Duff on his hat. Don't you know Gordon Duff is is a is a is a, a board member of one of the largest paramilitary outfits in the world, larger larger than Blackwater. It's larger than Blackwater. It's large. You reckon what, man? You know it's how many? It's larger than Blackwater. It's large. Hey, hey, look. Then you read Gordon Depp uh Wikipedia uh uh, uh biography. The man Not is supposed to be reckoned with, man. This thing going down in this country, man. And look, Bolshevism is not dead. It's well alive. Uh, hold on a second. Somebody has a question or comment for you, okay? So let me just see what's going on here real quick, and then we'll get back to that clip you got to play, okay? Don't forget the clip, all right? Okay. People, I mean, okay. they love hearing from us, but I think sometimes they want to hear from some different people saying the same thing we're saying. Uh, poverty... I'm not going to, well, I don't know if you want your whole name out there, but anyway, um, go ahead. Uh, What's going on, my brother? What's going on, my brother? Brother George. This, and, uh, uh, this person known as Poverty Supreme, go ahead. Yes, uh, yes, hey. my brother. Peace, um, peace, brother jo- uh, Jojo. Um, Joseph, peace. Yes. And um, peace. Yes. What's your name, host? It's Brother Scott. Oh. Brother Set, okay, peace, Brother Set. You know, um, is it? I'm gonna ask, um, Jojo, if um, Kung Fu, is, Kung Fu, Uzi, Magneto, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I heard you yeah. <laughs> I, I like, like when you, you, I like when, I like when Joe, uh, I like when Kung Fu Magneto speaks. Still, Kung Fu Magneto, his knowledge checks out. That's what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all peace. All peace. And I would say, um, I'm just asking, uh, I heard that Romney has a twin. Is that true? Oh, say that I don't again. know about that one. I don't know. He said he, he heard Romney had a twin. Is that true? Yeah, 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 he do. If you listen to Gordon Duff and RBN Live and a whole lot of more of this politically incorrect information, you, you'll learn more. More than that. Mm. And um, well, what about you, Brother Seth? Do you know about that? I, I haven't heard that, but I'm trying to figure why would that be important anyway. I mean, where, where are you going with this? Well, I mean, maybe one's smarter than the other. Maybe they, you know, because they, they don't really talk about it on mainstream. They've yeah. never heard them talk about it on mainstream. But I just <laughs> heard it. I heard it um, going by, but I, I was going to ask you guys anyway. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about the the Shemi, the Shemika Moffat, um, the KKK who's meant to have burnt her alive? Uh, what do you guys think? Um, what, what's going on out there? You got a strong accent. Try that again. Yeah. What do we think about what the KKK? Yeah, yeah. Shemika Shemika Moffat. You are un- you know about that, yes? Yeah? No, I ain't, no, I ain't down with that. I ain't down with that. The KKK burned her base, um, apparently, and then the story changed to say that she did herself. They found her prints on the the lighter and the the the, the um lighter fluid. Do hmm. Do you know anything about it, brother? Set. Brother. Brother. Set. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm going to do that. Because um, it, it, it seems funny to me. I mean, are you familiar with mind control, Magneto? Oh, yes, yes. It's, you know, this mind control stuff is on a level, man. And here's 2013. they on a level that we can't even comprehend where they at. That's like mm. they started messing with this cloning back in 1926, and eight years later they perfected it. So where do you think they at now? That's that's exact that's exactly what I said to uh, one station car. From what I know, uh, the yeah. the Russians was dealing with that from the nineteen fifties. They was meant to have that 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 unlock, and I'm, right now they've got it in. It seems like it's mad. Cause, um do you know anything about the Causeway, the Causeway Cannibal? That's another nah. one. No. Nah. The, the the black man, Ruben Eugene. The, I, I didn't, I didn't, you, you gotta say that again. Ruben Eugene. Spell that. Alright, alright. I'm gonna put the link for the, the, the young black girl. I mean, uh, the 20 year old black girl. And, um, Ruben Eugene. I think it's Ruby Eugene, furthermore. It's Ruby Eugene. Black oh, guy. And he must have ate. He must have ate the, the 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 guy on the street. I don't think I don't know if okay, I Okay, okay, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Put your link first, what you're saying, because I need to move on to some other callers, and I want to get the information you're saying. Put the link in the chat room real quick and let. Yeah, we. Yeah, for me, he's my Rudy Eugene. Okay, what about him? Oh, yeah, that one the girl that got raped or something was it? No, 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 no. I know, I know. He's coming. Hold on a second, brother. Just what about Rudy Eugene? I want to ask your you guys' opinion on it. Well, because, what, let me ask you. Let me put you on the spot. What do you think of him? Well, do I think I think he, he was under some sort of mind control? Police couldn't um, understand it, so they killed him. Yeah, well, it. listen. I understand what he's talking about, brother Joseph. Is the attack in Miami where the guy ate off in his face? That's kind of way oh, off that the subject. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. that's a little bit way off the subject. What I want to do, guys, is bring this back to the focal point where we're talking about racism. Because that's what we talk about on this show. I All mean, right, well, I, appreci- I appreciate you bringing up some things we didn't know. You did a little bit of educating us there. But I want to stay kind of focused on racism, what's going on. People tune in to find out what is going on with Obama and what's, going on, what's surrounding him. A lot of people are trying to decide whether or not they want to vote him, whether or not they want to support him. And I'm just trying to stay down something close in the neighborhood of racism or as it relates to Obama or um, in general, any comments you got on that okay. before I go to someone else? Well, I, I think that you know we shouldn't vote as black people because it's never done anything for us worldwide. Even the countries in the world that are controlled by black people, they ain't doing nothing for us. So you know, okay, I, I that's think okay. Well, let, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you something. Now that's why I kind of wanted you to go. That's why I, I kind of knew you was going there. So you feel like black people have never done nothing for uh, for the country? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying the government's never done nothing for black people. I'm not saying that. I mean, them putting gay, giving gay people rights for me. That's that. I feel like gay people are they. I've got higher priority than than us as a race. You know, I feel that a black gay person could rise 
higher in society than an, a, the average nigger. <laughs> you see yeah. what I'm trying to say? What do you yeah. guys think of that? Let me let me do this. Let me do this. Only because I got other people on the phone line. Uh, let let me not so much people on the phone line, but I want Brother Joseph to finish. And I'm looking at the time, and I let you talk about ten minutes here now. So let's do this. Let me just put you on hold. If you got a co- another question or comment a little later on, we'll bring you back on. Okay. All right, my brother. All right, I appreciate it. Anyway, Brother Joseph, I just want to move on because you got some other presentation. I always like to entertain people wherever they're coming from, but when they get a little bit off, i got to just stick with what, because people are tuning in based upon this, the subject of the show, and uh, we got to stick with whatever they're trying to tune into now. I know I said open forum, wide open forum, but uh, it is race matters. So race, anything race-related, wide open forum, that's where we're going with this. So, Brother Joseph, did you have one more uh, presentation you had mentioned? Yeah, I'm ready to get it up here now. Well, I got right. it ready. Okay, hold up once. I went over just a little bit. Hold up. There. Now, now uh, Brother Seth, now you know where white supremacy comes from? Zionist supremacy. See, when white folks start fooling with that, with the with these Jews, that's where they learn that white supremacy from. Yes. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got this thing now, ready to no, go. No, no, no. Well, I know, but I want you to hold on one second, okay? Uh, you said the Zionists, which is white people that call themselves Jews. You said yeah. when they start fooling with these Jews, that's converted. where they get the whites. When they convert it to Jews, that's where they yeah. get the white supremacy from. Yes, yes. Now let me say when this. Convert, when, when Gentiles convert to this Judaism, because, see, it's no longer Christianity anymore. It's Judeo-Christianity. What I'm saying to you is this. This is what I'm saying to you is this, because we did it. This show is about racism, and I think what you just said is inaccurate and racist. So let me just tell you what I'm going to say about that, and you can make a quick comment if we get this out. Uh, but listen, folks, when the Ashkenazi converted to Judaism, okay, actually let's go way back before there was a person called Ashkenaz or Ashkenazis. It was Khazarians, white, a very large population. Anybody right now as I'm talking, just don't check me out. Just go ahead and Google this. Not that Google is everything, but Google is just a search engine that can connect you with different institutions of higher learning. So don't just listen to one little thing you see on Google. Click around. Kazaria was a real place full of what we call today as Caucasians. Caucasians converted to Judaism, a very dark religion, long time ago. And once so much as Kazarians converted, their king converted to Judaism. He didn't want to be a Christian. He didn't want to be a Muslim. He didn't want either part of Christianity or Islam. So he converted to Judaism. At that time, Man. Judaism was practiced by Africans. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Okay, and as time 
pass, these Khazarian king and the Khazarian people he ruled over began to just, of course, practice Judaism. But as time progressed, they began to own it, own it, and own it, and began to say they are the Jews. Now it's to a point they say they are the original Jews by bloodline. But if you go to Israel, like I've been over eight times, if you go to Israel and you talk to some of those people in Israel, I'm talking about straight up 100% organized Jews, a lot of them will proudly tell you that what I just said was true. They're probably going to look at you crazy like, how do you know that? But they will acknowledge the roots to Khazarianism. And the book wrote, there's more than one book wrote, but there were several books wrote about this. One of them is called The Thirteenth Tribe. The Thirteenth Tribe, look it up by Arthur Kessler. A lot of Jews hate that book because it exposes them, but others who are real, really converts and really trying to please the Most High, acknowledge shamingly that, yes, that is their true attachment to Judaism. So when you say these white people converted to Judaism, and that's where they got white supremacy, I don't see how could you get supremacy from being a, 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 a counterfeiter by stealing a birthright, by stealing a heritage, okay? Black people were the original People practice all religions of the world. We originated it all, unless it's been some new religion, but any ancient religions, you're going to find the roots in the motherland, every okay. single one of them. So having okay. said that, Brother Joseph, listen, please, please, because we keep you, trying to But you're missing, one. you're missing one Jewish outfit. You're missing one Jewish outfit. You're missing the Sabbatarian. That's who killed Ishak Wabin. That's who running Israel over there. Yes. Yes. The Sabbatai. Whoever, whoever is running Israel over there, the Not true the Jews. Are the, uh, 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 the, uh, it's the Sabbatians. And the, okay. and the Jew boy tell you that. Well, well hold, uh, on, hold, on, hold, tell on, you that. hold on, hold on, hold on. What I'm saying to you, Brother Joseph, think about what you're saying. It don't matter who running Israel. The land, the state of Israel are imposters. The Bible talks about over and over and over how the most high will send them. Hold on, hold on, listen. The scripture says that the most high ran his people out of Israel as a punishment. He dispersed them throughout the four corners. The people, the true Israel, the true Jews, the true Yehudas, have been ran out of the land because of punishment. He said in uh, uh, Revelations 2 and 9, Behold, I know those who said they are Jews and are not, but of the synagogue of Satan. Revelation 3 and 9, Behold, I will come and make them worship at thy feet, those who say they are Jews and are not, but of the synagogue of Satan. In, in Jeremiah 1, many scriptures I can go on and on and on talk about how the Most High sent a people down through Israel, to Israel, excuse me, as judgment, as judgment. So listen, so what I'm trying to say to you is this. How can you acknowledge anybody in the land of Israel as white as they are as being authentic Jews at all? So when you say that's where white supremacy comes from, I have a hard time believing that. Here's where I believe white supremacy comes from. It comes out of inferiority. It comes when you feel like you're inferior 
Just look at our own people. You see, even in your own family or in your own church or in your own business or in your own whatever, when you see people that's inferior and they lack, they want to try to make like they're superior. They start spreading lies they're superior. It's a human trait. Whenever you feel inferior, make up lies to show that you're superior. And this is what the Jewish people, so-called Jewish people, have done all over the world. Until, you, it, but, but, but they're not. All of them are not necessarily people that spread lies. Some of them are very good people. And if you go to them, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you go to the right people, and they'll they'll tell you, they'll break this out. They'll say, yes, he's right. Our 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 roots are from Kazaria. We our ancestors did convert to Judaism, which was practiced by Africans. Absolutely, yes, these were dark skinned people. It's a lot of Jews that don't mind speaking. And I met some that will look at you and want you assassinated for even knowing it. So it's all kind of people, all kind of religions. Believe me, son. Absolutely positively incorrect to say that white people got their superiority once they became, once they came into uh, contact with Judaism. Judaism, it's I'm, not even called. It's not even called I'm talking Judaism. about this sophisticated form of, uh, uh, of supremacy, this sophisticated form, you know, the biblical uh, 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 form of supremacy. Uh, my race is above I'm gonna the tell you, whole I'm gonna tell you something. Here's yeah. where I agree. Here's where I agree with you on. Here's where I kind of think. I think I know what you're saying. When yeah. I went to Israel, when I went to Israel, just, no, hold on, hold on. Now you want to move on. We don't listen to everybody else. Now you want to move on. Hold on. We're talking about racism. This is exactly what this show is talking about. Is racism. Just, just hold on, hold on. When I went to Israel, I never, ever. In my years of living, experienced racism like kind of racism that I uh, encountered at the airport and just in all around the various parts of Israel where we went. And remember, I went like eight years straight. And I'm telling you, those people have a whole nother kind of racism because they feel like they're God's chosen. The racism in the United States, white people know better. They're trying to perpetrate like they're superior, but they know they're not because we marry them. Some of us go to church with them. Some of us in their families, and some of us work with them. And we, they're in our neighbors. They live next to us. So they, we know they know they're not superior. They try it anyway. But now when you go to Israel, here are some white people that can show you in Scripture how they are superior, they think they're showing it to you in Scripture. They show people that don't know nothing in Scripture. But they, their lie, they ain't even a lie in their mind. They feel like we are God's chosen. So when they run across somebody like me, they say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. It's impossible for you to be in this Bible. You should see how they treat me versus how they treat others. So what I'm trying to say to you, the racism I encounter in Israel is way more complicated than the racism in the United States. These people, I'm talking about the ignorant ones. I'm talking about the informed ones, the ignorant ones, the children there, the young people. They have an attitude that's just second to none. There is no white America youth can talk, touch the racism that those little young soldiers in Israel 
portrayed. They, I mean, they. It's just it's and it's in their soul and their spirit. They believe they're superior. Now those older so-called Jews, they know better because they start studying and they look at the land, they look around, they look at their neighbors, and they know we don't belong in this region in this Hassan. So what I'm saying is, I kind of feel you. It, because it, it is a stronger form of racism. So in that regards, you're right. But I wouldn't say they got it from uh, Judaism because the Jews, okay. initial we'll Jews, were dark-skinned people. Go ahead. Okay. We're going to build on that after we finish this. Now, now, listen to this real good. This is a man named Stan Dale. You're going to get the introduction because I, I, I got it at the right point where he's going to get this introduction. He's going to get this little introduction. But you're going to hear some self-fulfilling prophecy, and, and, and uh, we're going to build on it. And here you go. To help their American brothers, but really to invade the country. That way they keep a clean slate with the United Nations and the other countries that uh, you know, support the United Nations. Holy cow, did y'all hear that right out of Mr. Sandow's lips? This is a scenario we haven't even counted on. Uh, you better listen to him real close. This man is a world-renowned expert. We are so honored to have you on our show, sir. Please continue. Well, uh, uh, we know that Russia is knee-deep in this, and uh, they're the dirty, rotten little boy. Yeah, uh, you know how it was on the uh, uh, many movies where the two big boys on the block have to wind up getting together, finally having to slug it out. Uh, I believe this is very near. Well, Israel... Uh, you know, the people of Israel rather than the rabbis who have gone really silly, there's 600 of them supporting the current uh, U.S. administration. But the other thing, the leaders and, and the people, uh, you know, grassroots people in Israel know that they cannot by themselves defend against a Russian-backed cartel of Arab nations. Now, they, they also hope and pray that the United States will somehow come to their defense, supply weapons or whatever, to help them against a Russian presence in the Middle East uh, when the fighting starts. In the end, I think what will happen is that America will fail Israel, Russia will attack, and God will step in. There will be something miraculous happen that kills the army of the Russian invaders in the, in the hills of you know, northern Israel down into the northern part of Jerusalem and will destroy them. And this will turn Israel back to their God, and they've been turned away for so long. So I think this is all set up to teach Israel that they are still under the control and protection of God, and they have to understand that. Um, and if you've been to Israel, you can see that there's a, a dichotomy of opinions on this in the Israeli public. Uh, you know what? You heard that brother? Let it play. Let it play. Okay. See what I'm saying? Okay. I haven't, but uh, your perspective is, is just almighty amazing. We are vastly approaching a commercial time. Uh, Mr. Dale, if you will please stay with us. We're going to be on right back after the break. We'll have some questions from uh, our co-host, Lady Deanna. Uh, uh, Please continue on here with us. This is becoming very fascinating. We are about to get knee-deep in the Antichrist. Many other issues. We're going to have a very, very quick commercial. Have you right back on. Uh, We've got a lot of time left. Otherwise, you have 5 o'clock and and we are absolutely thrilled to death that you're here. Your perspectives are absolutely astounding. Let's go ahead and have a real quick little bitty uh, uh, commercial. And uh, uh, please. 
myself. Now, let me give you the breakdown. See, this is what Mr. Gordon Duff was stressing earlier. See, these people is dangerous. This is what you call self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, he's from out of uh, uh, Oklahoma, and, and he claimed that the CIA, and he got some pressure from the government, and he left and went to uh, Australia. And he said any time he come back to the country, uh, seem like they know when he's coming back in the country, and they, you know, they be waiting on him in, the, you know, at the airport. And uh, this is the same dude that wrote the book, the cosmic, the cosmic conspiracy. Uh, it it uh, uh went into about the, the fifth prison. But see, he no longer wants to be a Christian. He wants to be a Judeo Christian. And see, uh, uh, see, they setting Russia up. They see what he talking about comes right out of the book of Zechariah, where where fire is gonna come down out of this guy. Where this mighty army, this mighty army gonna come up against Israel, and 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 God gonna send fire down out of this guy and kill his mighty army that gonna come up against Israel. And when all the nations see this, that's what gonna set the new world order. It gonna be set up for Israel. That's why when you listen to these old Christian preachers, they tell you, keep your eyes on Jerusalem. That's where the big deception is going to come in at, man. See, 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 white America, these Judeo-Christians, pagan all of them, see, they rather see, they rather see America to be a, 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 a sacrifice unto death so that Israel will be a success. How foolish is that? That's how crazy these people is, right? But see, I don't know, brother. Certain truth, you just you you know, it just it's just too politically, you know, incorrect you. But these look, we already know about the Star Wars uh, technology they got. We already know it's up there. That's great. Let me wait. let me say this. Let me say this, brother Joseph. Yes. I've been hearing you a long time talk about this. Yes. And and now you heard the proof. You heard the proof. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. This is what what I believe. This is what I believe. I believe that Facebook is the largest social network on the planet. And I believe that Facebook is not a joke. It's a good barometer of where the youth are at, every young person on the planet will tune into Facebook tomorrow 25 times. Now, ironically, Facebook have the largest Hebrew-Israelite following of any other social network. We're talking about MySpace, and they not just own there saying Shalom. I'm talking about black folks. They are networking. They are networking with business. They are talking about the 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 the, 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 uh, the scrolls, the truth, the, the the they they are getting into how can I say it? They they are increasing their knowledge. Every aspect of this new awakening identity. If you think that the young people in Israel do not know about the Hebrew Israelites of Facebook, the millions, 
you are mistaken. I'm just one little guy on Facebook, and I have over 1,500 Hebrew-Israelite connections. And I'm not talking about in the States. I'm not talking about just in the Caribbean. I'm not talking about just in South America. I'm talking about all over the world. These people are serious. Not all of them. Some of them just, you know, they got a new tag, like a, you know, new outfit. They're not serious. They're not seeking the most high. But a lot of them are. And they're putting out truth out there, and nobody, no ministers are addressing them. Where am I going with this? I believe when I went to Israel, I remember this when I was on the, in the aircraft, uh, on the, at the Tel Aviv airport, about to get on my plane, this white Jew, I'll say Jew by religion because I don't believe she's Jew by uh, DNA, walks up to me, and, and it's the way she walked up to me. She kept watching me. Nice young white girl, you know, and she kept looking at me, and finally I said, this woman, she want to talk to me or something. And finally she just walked up to me and said, so how long have y'all been here? I'm like, why do you address me like that? She didn't say hello and nothing like that. How long have y'all been here? And I said, well, we've been here a week. And so she knew that every, every about three or four times a year, Israel is flooded by all these black people that go see those 4,000 Hebrew Israelites. This is why Whitney Houston went to Israel. This is why uh, Farrakhan has been there. This is why Mandela, Winnie Mandela has been there. The Black Marriage Association has been there. All these people have been to Israel. Stevie Wonder goes there a lot. Evelyn Champagne King, Beverly Todd. Uh, Phyllis Stigney, lots of celebrities, lots of people, famous and not famous, constantly going to Israel. This white girl had enough, and she started asking me, and she started asking me about how we believe. There are a lot of young people. I'm not talking about these old Zionist people trying to uh, brainwash their kids. I'm talking about this new generation in Israel rising up. They know the difference. They they know they've been lied to. You got to look at that. You are only as strong as your youth. These youth in Israel know the truth. You better ask somebody. They know the truth, and there is going to be a squaring out. I know what you're saying about the army, the Battle of Armageddon, but I don't know that that's the real Armageddon. Everybody's looking for Armageddon. I remember when I was in Israel, they took me to this place. It's called Megiddo. I think I got that right. And uh, they, said, this is, they, they, they said this is where Armageddon is going to be fought. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is a big, gigantic field, probably the biggest field I've ever seen. But this can't, oh, house, all, this can't house all the armies of the world. This little field can't house the American army. Yeah. See, See that's what I'm going to tell you now. That's what I'm trying But they're going to play it out. They're going to play it out. It's all deception. All deception. I yeah. think it's deep in what we think. I think Armageddon is not like people think going to be some battle. I think the yeah. battle could be in in doctrine. I think the battle could be right on the Internet, the doctrine of who is the true Israelite. I think this is a war. It's just as much a war as anything could be. I think the war is going to be along yeah. truths in the spiritual yeah. realm. This that's why we're in trouble as black people. That's why we're in trouble, because cause we got, we got sand scales, uh, 
we can't see. And we're going to get tricked. Black people going to get tricked by this great deception. Ha. I know. I'm telling you the truth. Black people ain't ready. They, they, they I'm going to tell, tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Hold on. I'm going to tell you something. I, want, I, I hope everybody's listening to me. If you think most high, and everybody in the chat room, I just got to notice that in 90 seconds we're going to be disconnected. So if you want to keep listening, call the 760-283-0838. or you're going to be disconnected. You got about a minute to do so. Move quickly. 760-283-0838. If you're listening and you want to stay. Um, anyway, what I'm saying to you is this. This is what I'm saying. I do not believe that the Most High is going to defend the people in Israel we call Israel. I don't believe that. Matter of fact, I know he's not. I do think the true Israelites are in exile. So everybody's looking for Armageddon. I don't think it's going to happen because the true Israel ain't there. However, when the true Israelites does get there and any nation come against that Israel, Oh, you will see Armageddon. You will see the Most High come to the aid of his people because this is not just Israel by bloodline. These are Israel that's going to be after his heart because he's really not dealing so much with bloodline Israel except those that seek him by the heart. This is what he is requiring out of the Gentiles, so surely he's going to require out of his own people. This is not just any old body sitting up with Judah on their necks wearing, you know, tattoos of who the Israel, I mean, you know, Issachar, tattoos or something. This is somebody who really is after the Most High's heart. When that Israel return, a remnant is prophesied to return. When that Israel return to the land and any nation come against them, you're going to see some fire and it ain't going to be no technology. I'm serious, and I believe that with every fiber of my being. But the people in Israel today, I don't think that they have legal, legal, moral grounds to do hey, the nation that they that. call themselves. Ray Charles can tell you that. Stephen Wonder can tell you that. But bless up, bless up. This is what I'm trying to stress. This is what I'm trying to stress. Right there, right there in the book of Zechariah, where it says that. When this thing breaks off uh, on this on this battlefield, that the that the people's skin gonna melt off of their bones, their uh, the eyeballs gonna melt out of their eye sockets. You see what I'm saying? You familiar with that verse, that chapter, in that verse? I've heard of it. Huh? So I've read it. It's been a while. It's been a while. I've read it, but again, again, I. I have to, you know what, Brother Joseph, when I found out who true Israel is, I started to re-reading the whole book again. I started looking at the Bible different. And I must admit to you, Zechariah is not one of the books I have yet to get to in the light of who true Israel is. I have heard different teachers on it, but I haven't did an in-depth study like I have other books. And, 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 see, and see, I got this. I got to introduce you to my master, master teacher, who can really, really lay the lessons down, and you will understand it like a little baby would. But see, but see, all that stuff is a is a is a grand deception. 
that's why I'm supposed to hire in the uh, 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 New World Order. And, and see, all that's why all of them going to meet up at, right there in Jerusalem. And them people, them people going to sacrifice their own people like they did uh, the last time during World War II to set up that nation. I'm telling you, brother, it's all, it's all a deception. And see, all them celebrities you name that went to Israel, but have they ever crossed the border and come on down to her daughter and come on up to Oswald and come on up to True Upper Room, Luxor. But see, but see, that's why, that's why we going through what we going through. And what our parents used to say, give me that old time religion. Give me that old-time religion. If it's good enough for my mama, it's good enough for me. If it's good enough for my daddy, it's good enough for me. But see, but in this day and time, that old-time religion is all the day. We don't want Well, let me just say this in, in defense of the, those celebrities that came. It ain't about where you go visit. It ain't a place that's going to restore you. It's a knowledge of the most high in your life. It's an awareness of the most high in your life. That's what's going to deliver us and any other people. It's not where you go. You can go to Luxor, and if you chime in to what made them great, then you'll be great. But if you go to Luxor just to to be in love with Africa, in love with Africa ain't going to give you salvation because Africans are in love with Africans, and they, and they are being oppressed like you can't comprehend in some places. So what I'm trying to say to you is I do think, I've said this again, I'm not going to talk, talk about this long because I've said it too many times on this show. Africa is the unsung hero. It is, it is the cradle of civilization. It is ludicrous not to look at that region as, Grandfather, grandma, I mean, they everybody come from that house, so to speak. It's just ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Like Dick Gregory said, the animals never left. <laughs> the animals Aye. never left. You can Aye. lie. You can, you can try to move history out of Africa, but you go try to move 7,000 rhinoceros and 18,000 giraffes and 20,000 cheetahs, and you ain't going to do all that. The animals never left. That's how we know strong proof, if nothing else, the animals never left. Nowhere in the on the planet is there the, I know there's certain unique, India has certain unique tigers and all that, but it's much proof that all them animals migrated because Africa has more of everything than anywhere else on the planet. So it's a no-brainer to me, but I still don't think that visiting Luxor, visiting Egypt, or visiting here, or visiting there is going to make you holier or more decadent. I just don't believe salvation is in a plane trip, no more than it was in me going to Israel. Yes, it's the holy land, but if you're not aware of the holiness of the person that made the land holy, then it's just a trip to Israel, like a trip to the zoo. So salvation, 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 Brother Joseph, does not come in a trip to Luxor or Israel. See, you just answer my question. You just answer my question. See, 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 when Negroes go over there to Israel, they feel something. They, all they feeling is a big deception. But when you go up to Luxor, you see with your eyes. You see with your true living eyes. 
like I said, when I got over that, it hit me. It hit me in my heart. I said, somebody don't lie to, somebody don't lie on this mighty, mighty great place here. And, Brother and, Joseph. And see, but see, but hold on, brother. But see, they're like they gave us Earl Brenner, Charleston Heston, Elizabeth Taylor. They get it to us every, every year. Every year they get it to us. But they don't want to give you nothing from Luxor. Anything from all of Egypt is bad. Come on, man. We got to break this spell. It's in Luxor. I don't understand you. Hold on a second. No, I don't understand. Prison. Hold on, 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 I just told you that on, it is the cradle. Black people don't get it, and they don't want to get it. Don't you know? Don't you know you got a pyramid where when you go down in it, you can look up in the sky, an open face pyramid. You got the bent pyramid. You got twenty-two pyramids there, man. Twenty-two. Abu Rosh, Abu Seal, Abu Grab. Sakara, Dashur, it's 22 pyramids there, man. And then the north, north of the Giza Plateau, a lot of people don't even know that it's some, it's some uh, more ancient uh, 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 real estate there. Don't even have a name. Don't have no God boots. Don't have no God. You can pull off the Cairo airport and, and, and just walk up to it. Ain't got to pay nothing to see that stuff. That's our stuff. No, but they want to give us your Brenner, Johnson Hester, and all that foolishness. I don't want that. I want what I can see with my eyes. Something I can pick up. Something tangible. When I go to Israel, I can't touch nothing and pick up nothing. This I can go, I can go to the Battle of the Kings, Battle of the Queens, Battle of the Monkeys. Battle of the Nova, Battle of the Workman, Banana Island, and put stuff in my hand. You ain't going to find none of that in Israel. Nothing. See, see, I'm trying to tell you, we ain't ready. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. Let's say uh, I have uh, six we brothers. We can move on the- after you make your statement. I have, I have, hold on, hold on. I have six brothers and sisters. Let's say you went to my oldest sibling's house. You didn't hurt me. You didn't hurt me. You're not, you're not hearing me. Just hear me out. Hear me out. You don't know where I'm going with this. Now, let's say you go to my grandmother's house and my grandfather's house and you see all their wealth. And you say, man, grandma and grandpa got it all. They got a car, they got cars, they got a, a seven-car garage, they got a gigantic house, they got 15 bathrooms. And, and let's just say you're really impressed by my grandmother and grandpa's house. Then you go over to my sister's house or my brother's 
house and maybe don't have as much, but it has a lot of great things. Why would you put down what you saw in my brother's house when it's the same family? This is why I don't get what you're saying. It's like, why would you put down Israel? Just lift up Africa, lift up Kemet, lift up Luxor. Tell everybody everything you saw. Put pictures out there. Get websites of Luxor and just tell people where to go to find more information. And go check out this scholar. He's the top scholar on Luxor. You you need to tell people where to go to find stuff other than I went there. He just said. You need to tell people where to go to learn. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You need to tell people. You need to tell people. You need to tell people where to go to get more other than this emotional outburst you always have of a Luxor. Now, just listen to me. You know, you need to say, well, go listen to go listen to this guy named Matu Misa. He's on the uh, YouTube, and he's got a lot to share. Don't nobody have no more Luxor. Go listen to Dr. Ben. Go listen to Ivan Van Sertiman. I probably know more people than you know that talk about Luxor. You right. Can, right. Hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What you need to do is you need to get a, 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 get, a get a system, get an agenda. If, write this stuff down, and whenever you want to talk about Luxor, spit these names and, and books and, and researches out and let people go and get it. But just to talk about some emotional thing you felt, that only goes so far. Let me, let and and one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Did I let you comment? Then we're going to wrap this show up. Real quick, again, all of that region, all of that region, folks, was very dark-skinned people, all of it. So if somebody leaves Egypt, leaves Luxor, and want to go up north and find, end end up settling in Israel, what is the problem with them? Why do we want to discount them? Again, we don't, we, I don't pay the Zionists no attention. There's lots of people all over the world, millions that pay the Zionists no attention. Why do you keep bringing them up? On this show, we don't even count them as the real people of the book. So why do you keep talking about Zionists, this Zionists, that they did say? They don't, we love them as human beings, fellow human beings, but we vehemently disagree with their claims to the land and their claims to the heritage. As a matter of fact, it's a theft of birthright. That's what we have for our brothers and sisters occupying the land of Israel. We love you as human beings, but you have stolen our birthright. Know it. We ain't playing with you. We're going to right the wrong by telling the truth. And that's all we got for the people of Israel. We ain't trying to go around and dog and and subtract Israel from history. They're my people. We ain't trying to subtract India from history. They're my people. Hold on. We ain't trying to subtract. We are not trying to subtract even Europe. Hold on. Because 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 our people went to Europe too. The whole planet at one point was full of people of color. 
people being white skinned that come from black people having lost pigmentation, these are the Johnny Come Lately, lately people, genetically speaking, as a as a massive nation. They are the newest nation, if you will, genetically speaking, with this recessive trait of white skin. So I don't give a whole lot of credence to white skin brothers and sisters that migrated from Africa, albinos that end up brother, they don't I mean, I'm not I'm not hating on them as human beings. I'm not hating. I'm one more. I know I'm talking a lot, but I don't put a lot of stock in them as an ancient people. I respect them as human beings that would not harm me on their head unless they tried to harm me. But I'm saying, historically speaking, oh no, they're not even in the conversation. So this is why I get confused when you start talking about. Lux are one man, and then you want to go down the street where some black folks went and sell and, and cut them out of the picture. Okay, Brother Self, you know Rabu Kubal? He got a new book called, called The Black Genesis. And do you know that some people done declare war on him? Do you know what he said? That this is a white man that was born over there in Egypt. He was born over there in Egypt. And, uh, uh, Peter wrote several other books, but his latest book is The Black Genesis. And you know what he said? He's he, uh, 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 he a wash. Hasty ground this man walks on for, the, for this very uh, 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 fact right here. He said that these people here that uh, uh, from from where uh, the Nile Valley, where that Nile come on up, come on up to, uh, come on up from, from the, uh, 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 the, the bottom part of Africa all the way on up to the tip top, he said they were black people. These are the people right here. He said, he said I don't know nothing about that stuff in Israel. He said this stuff right here is in Egypt. And they fascinated everybody, everybody fascinated about the Jesus flag too. Go up there to Abu Rosh and see that, see that uh, open sky pyramid. He said, okay, when, we, when we got sick, that's where the hospital, the hospital was. But we're going to move but on. Just, we ain't going to waste no more time with it. But this I want to ask you this. This is, what I, this is what I say to you. You lose a lot of points, man, that you can be getting. I told you, you have one of the most popular shows. You have we the most popular it. show. Hold on, no. hold on. Just let me get this we one little thing out. Let me get this one little thing out. You got to use wisdom, man. If you know a lot about, just like you just shared that with me, and the brother said, "This is the people." I like that; it sounded good, and I and I want make me want to go research. Like I say, don't argue with brother Seth or anybody. Just say, you know what? I know who we are as Africans. I know our history. I know we were the best, the greatest, or whatever. I wouldn't put down Israel. I would just say what you know about Kemet. Just share about Kemet. Talk about the Metuneta. Talk about the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Just talk about whatever you know and oh, don't no, put no, down my, the other. L- listen, no, listen, no. listen. Listen, my brother, just listen to me, please. What you do, this is what they taught us in church a long time ago when I was a kid. Don't knock other religions. Just talk about what God has done for you, what the Most High has done for you. 
and you'll be surprised to know how many people you can reach. You don't have to ever talk about Buddhism. You don't have to ever talk about Islam. Just share what has the most high done in your life because in the end, if your God is not doing anything in your personal life, you are part of the problem, and it's called religious people. Them are the worst people on the planet. People that walk around with saying God's name and praying and facing the east and keeping the Shabbat and reading their Bibles and going to church and doing whatever, and they don't have no relationship with the Most High. And I have to watch this because that includes myself. If we are doing through all these motions and we don't have a relationship with the Most High, we are what they call religious people. And religious people cause more war. They cause more havoc on the planet than any other people. Sinners go to, go get drunk every night. It's like an angel compared to these people. So all I'm saying to you is, man, you're wasting a lot of time, Brother Joseph. You come on the show a lot. You always talk about Luxor, and you see the same emotion and response every time. You need to give us names, books, okay. manuscripts. Well, we're not going to move on. We're going to wrap this up. So I'm going to let you have last words. And well, I'll let you have words, and I'm going to come behind you. We're going to wrap this up. But all I'm saying to anybody listening, Anybody listening, please, hear the brother, y'all hear him, go check out what he's saying. But all I'm saying is, even if he was right, let's say the people in Luxor were some bad mama jamas, you can't destroy the accomplishments of this little old tiny bit island, little old tiny bit land called Israel. And I don't know why people want to just tear it up. If you got a problem with the Zionists, I got a problem with them too. Why do we keep talking about the Zionists? These people have moved into our home and destroyed it and ruined the reputation. Okay, we got problems with them. Why do we keep talking about these people that um, took over our, our, our one of our areas of, of civilization? Why? Why do we want to talk about them? We don't. Let's not talk about them. No, let's talk about the original Israelites, the ones that came up out of Africa. Okay, you can't wipe them off the map, Brother Joseph. You cannot destroy Africans for the sake of Africans. They all come from the Africans. Everything, everybody comes from Africa. But we left Grandma's house and we moved out to India. We moved out to the United States. We moved out to Europe. You can't wipe them people out just because they left home. You can't destroy Africans that moved to India. You can't say India ain't nothing. No, those are Africans that went to India. Those are Africans that went to Europe, Grimaldi. Those are Africans that, uh, you know, the uh, oh, the original Americans. Those were Africans that left off. So how are you going to destroy all these people in the name of saving Luxor? It's intelligent people listening to you, and they say, that don't make no sense what he's doing. So continue to talk know. about Luxor. Continue to talk about Luxor in all of its glory. Somebody needs to tell the story. Somebody needs to tell the story Go ahead and have last words man Okay All I'm saying Quickly, quickly. Okay, I'm going to move on Look Did you see Did you Did you see The 82 page uh, 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 Intelligence report um, That's out now um, uh, From the uh, 16 intelligence agencies The NSA uh, uh, DEA uh uh, uh, you name it, DOJ, they wrote um, uh, 
uh, they wrote an intelligence paper about the Messiah in Israel, showing that it's a fraud and that the people over in Iran, they got evidence that they're not creating no uh, Obama mass destruction. Did you read anything about that? No. Yes. See, see, all this stuff getting ready to come down on on Israel. They naked. The pressure is on them. And see, Obama is on the right side. He got them on this side. This man is the chairman of the chief, the uh, 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 joint chiefs of staff. Uh, let me pull it up right quick. Let me pull it up right quick. No, 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 no. You can't. You get ready to wrap it up. But we gotta wrap it up, man. Okay, it's a very uh, a very important um, uh, investigation that these sixteen intelligence agencies pick and wrote a paper on uh, of Israel and everything coming to a head. And see, and they're already getting with these bankers, these Wall Street boys, and they. They add them there. It's so much going on that we ain't heard nothing about it. But when it blow, a lot of us can be like, what's going on? What is this all about? But all I'm saying, brother, I just hope black folks don't fall for the big deception because the Jew is so setting it up. He's setting it up. And see, and you say... You're not familiar with the book of Zechariah. Why are you not familiar with the book of Zechariah? You say you're a Hebrew issue. Like, you're supposed to know your book. I just told you, you're not, you're not listening, Brother Joseph, now. You I said, I've said i read the book of Zechariah so many times, it ain't funny. But since I've come into the realization of who the real Israelites are, I haven't done a thorough study. Since I've come into the reality of who the real Jews are, I haven't done a thorough investigation. Prior to that, I might have read the book of Zechariah more than you've read the Bible. Yes, yes. And see, and we got to wrap the show up, Okay, okay, let me say this. Let me say this for 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 I see, see, I didn't find the truth from from somebody teaching it to me. I had to find it for myself. And when I found it, I got mad. I got mad. I felt deceived and tricked. And lied to. See, the truth should have been taught to me. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, brother. I'm gonna tell you this right now, and then I gotta go to everybody listening. The truth is not a religion. You're right. You're right. The truth is not any religion, and I don't. Even, I don't really even like the word Christianity. Now, it's not what the Most High called us. It's not in the Bible. Uh, I know what people are trying to do by saying Christianity. I know what they're trying to say, but technically it's not biblical. I don't even like the term Christianity. The best thing to describe what I am is just a human being that the most I created trying to have a relationship with the creator. It's just as simple. It's just a relationship. I am no more religious than a father is outside playing catch with his son. I am no more religious than a father pushing his son in the swing. I am no more religious than a father and his son fighting and disagreeing and the father and the son walking outside and don't want to hear another word the father has said. 
I fight with the Most High. I disagree with the Most High. I obey the Most High. I love the Most High. I, I talk highly of the Most High. I sometimes doubt the Most High. Sometimes I fear the Most High. I just have a simple relationship. If that is a religion, I don't know what a religion is. I mean, I'm telling you, I, it, and that's the way I look at it. For That's the way it should be. But all these laws and you know, yes, I know the laws are given to us to for this, but we turn these laws into to political machines and control people's lives. And this is where religion comes from. And again, if you don't have if you don't have a relationship with the Most High and you're practicing and going to church and reading your Bible, you're probably the most evil people on the planet. Just because you read your Bible, if you don't, and I'm not saying you got to be the most obedient person. I don't believe that. I just uh, my son is not the most obedient person, but he's still my son. So I'm not saying you got to be the most loving and uh, the best kid of you know in the house, so to speak. But you just have to have a relationship and be pursuing a relationship with the Most High. If you're doing that, you got a relationship. Simple and plain. May not be the best, but you pursuing the Father. That's a love story, so to speak. But now if you doing all these rituals, if you're doing all these rituals, if you're doing all these rituals, if you're doing all these rituals and you don't even talk to the Father, you don't spend time with the Father, you don't have nothing to say to the Father, you are practicing a very evil set of beliefs and you're probably one of the planet's most evil people. Yes. Hey, and that is the truth. And also, see, brother, this is another thing I got against 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 my people. See, we we so busy preparing for some to come and help us instead of being prepared for reality and what we in the mix. A, a lot of black folks they not they not ready for reality. They might look. They might got all the food. Got might you know might got everything. All their preparations. Red and all that, but they they ain't got their mind right. They ain't got their mind right for this reality. The, the biggest deception is getting ready to pop off, and black people gonna fall for it. They they gonna fall for it. Cause cause see, they looking for somebody to come in and and help them get them out of a situation. It's already within you to get yourself out of it. Everything is within you. I don't need to call out to nobody. Nobody, brother Phil. Nobody. I'm all well, I'm going to ever be. all you going to ever be. Well, I don't know about that one. But listen, brother, we going on and on and on. I told these people I would let them go. People can let go to work tomorrow. They want to hear every word we're saying. We got to be respectful. Let them go. Brother Joseph, we got to do this on maybe Thursday. Thursday, I'm going to have another show. We're going to keep, we're going to try to stay on track Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays. So, folks, I again apologize for being out of the mix for a while. Y'all missed me somehow. So, let's go ahead and, and uh, see each other on Thursday. I will try my best to not cancel. I mean, I'm over the family emergency we had. So, it should be Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. So, uh, on Thursday, 11 o'clock. And uh, Sunday, stay tuned for the time on that one. But just I got to go. That's peace. It's all peace. And you know I love you. Yeah, I know you do, man. I know you do. So.
So we got to work, anyway, man. Well, all right, man. Well, let's go, and I'll just talk to you afterwards, and let's let the people go, man. I'll, good talking to you, and I'll see you later. Hey. All right, shalom and peace, everybody. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.